This is where Montana talks. Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Oh, man, I haven't organized my stack of stuff yet here, so let me go into uh, x.com slash Aaron Flint, go into my Twitter page here because, oh, this is just great. Jake Eaton really sums it up well. Jake Eaton, uh, conservative political consultant. Uh, I'll tell you what, you want to talk about somebody who behind the scenes is doing more for conservatives doing more for the Montana Republican Party behind the scenes. It's a guy named Jake Eaton and uh, doesn't oftentimes get the credit for it. But, hey, he's, he's not about getting the credit. He's just about getting the job done. But anyway, he, he, uh, he every now and then you'll see him on Twitter. And he jumped on Twitter yesterday because uh, the Democrat candidate for governor, remember the guy who's got the kids that are in the climate kids lawsuit, you know, the guy that wants to shut down your power plants, and, and things like that and force the Green New Deal policies on you. Uh, yeah, the, the pro-gun control guy that got paid, a hundred, was it $150 an hour or was it more than that? I'm, I'm trying to remember how much money he got paid by the state of California to testify in support of their uh, radical gun control policies there. That's the guy that the Democrats are running for governor uh, so far. I, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if they throw somebody else in there. But anyway... That's going to be it's going to be a slaughter. If you thought the 2020 election uh, governor's race was a slaughter, wait till you see 2024, because. uh, But anyway, uh, uh, this guy, Ryan Bussey, he was very excited to announce his running mate. And it's really not big enough news. I mean, I shouldn't even be talking about it right now because it's really not that big of news. But he was really excited to announce his running mate. And I thought, okay, he's got he's going to pick a woman. He's going to pick probably some Planned Parenthood activist, you know. And no, instead he picked some other white liberal guy. And uh, anyway, the guy's name is uh, what, what is his name? Raph? Is that how? They, is it Raph or Rafe? Do they call him Raph or Rafe? All I know about this guy is he was the lawyer, the the young lawyer. Was he, I think he was still in his twenties at the time. He was the lawyer who was telling uh, former Democrat Governor Steve Bullock, "Oh yeah." Yeah, just shut down the businesses in the state. Oh, yeah, shut down the churches in the state. Keep Planned Parenthood open, though. Uh, Oh, yeah, don't let parents go watch their kids play sports. Don't let grandparents go watch their their kids play sports. Shut down swimming pools while you're at it. And, and, And shut down outdoor playgrounds while you're at it. Because, you know, we don't want kids outside, you know, playing and getting vitamin D and sunshine and healthy exercise. You know, we want them to be more susceptible to COVID 19 by being unhealthy. Uh, anyway, the guy's name, yeah, Raph Graybill, I think is how you pronounce it. That's who uh, That's who uh, Ryan Bussey, or Fussy, as John Jackson, the Joker from Twitter, calls him, picked to be his running mate in the uh, 2024 uh, election. Now, they have to survive a Democrat primary, but so far there's no other Democrats in the race that I know of. Anyway, Jake Eaton said this about 12 hours ago. Wow, Kansas gun grabber, Lion Ryan Bussey, is so desperate... He picks a running mate that lost his last election by 100,000 votes. Jake, was it really 100,000 votes that this gray bill guy lost his election by? Now, in fairness, he was running against now Attorney General Austin Knutson, right, who was a great Speaker of the House and now uh, best Attorney General in the country. But yeah, he lost by 100,000 votes. Let's run him for Lieutenant Governor. Here is your Montana News. Please be on the lookout for a missing 16-year-old girl from Billings, last contacted on February 9th. Lisa Cherie Flores is Caucasian, 5 feet 2 inches and 146 pounds. She has a round face, brown eyes, and deep brown hair. 
Corey reports that anyone with information on Lisa Flores should please contact the Billings Police Department or the Montana Missing Persons at 406-444-2800. That's 406-444-2800. And another 16-year-old girl has been charged with attempted homicide after slashing a man's throat. This altercation happened last Friday afternoon on South 32nd Street in downtown Billings. Officer responded to the scene to find the man bleeding and the juvenile nearby. The man received treatment for his injuries, which were not life-threatening. The girl is in custody with youth services. Names are withheld in this continuing investigation. That's the Montana News Minute. I'm Travis Lee. Here's a look at your real weather for Billings and Bozeman. With some sunshine across the area today, there's an isolated chance for a rain shower later this afternoon. Otherwise, high temperatures ranging from the mid-40s in Bozeman to the mid-50s in the Billings area. Isolated shower sprinkle chance early tonight. Otherwise, staying variably cloudy. Lows in the mid to upper 20s. And then on Wednesday with some sun, highs from 40 in Bozeman, 53 in Billings. This is weatherology meteorologist Paul Trombley. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana. Montana is talking here. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Man, lots to talk about here this morning. Let me just, I'm just kind of organizing my uh, stack of stuff here, organizing the show prep this morning. Here's some of the headlines that I'm already laying out for you here. Largest ever COVID vaccine study links the shot uh, to a small increase in heart and brain conditions. So uh, just another heart attack there, Bob. You know, that bears, that bears, just another heart attack there. Went and got the shot, you know. Uh, so, yeah, that was a foxnews.com story that came out yesterday. Thanks to Tim and Savage uh, for sharing that one. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Once again, uh, another Fox News headline uh, this morning. This one's very interesting. Swiss billionaire Hans-Jörg Wies recently poured over $60 million into propping up left-wing groups and causes. Now, that's a very big Montana story as well, if you don't know, because Hans-Jörg Wies is the big funder of these radical environmental groups. He's a big backer of the Democrats here in Montana. And uh, he was uh, one of the financial contributors to the American Prairie Reserve, which is trying to kick the ranchers off the land. So I, I saw that Fox News story. And then and then I, as I was reading it, I noticed that they were uh, linking back to a report by Politico. And then I read the Politico report and I was like, oh, wow, the spokesperson for this uh, Hans Wies outfit here, uh, the spokesperson uh, for this outfit is uh, a former ta- uh, former staffer to liberal senator uh, John Tester. Uh, hmm. Yeah, so, so there you go. Yet another connection of where the Democrats are the ones who are trying to kick the ranchers off the land here in Montana. And you remember Monica Tranell, the Democrat candidate for Congress in the Western District? Uh, remember, she was hosting fundraisers. Uh, she was doing fundraisers with uh, basically the leader of the, the APR. And, and and yet you still have people in central Montana and eastern Montana that, that think that somehow the Montana Democratic Party is still on their side. They somehow still think this is the party of FDR. This is the old FDR Democrats. No, they are not. 
the uh, FDR wanted to build dams. These Democrats want to tear them down. Uh, these Democrats are funding in, in big part of the American Prairie Reserve and other efforts to kick you off the land. They do not want you living here. They do not want you farming here. They do not want you ranching here. All right, uh, let's, before we get into all this serious stuff, though, we started off the 6 o'clock hour by having fun this morning. Why don't we keep having a little bit of fun? Did you hear uh, the the view, the liberal hosts on the view? They were just freaking out. They are freaking out. Uh, you know, I mean, they know that they have to say that we should have a, a debate between Joe Biden and Donald Trump. But boy, they really don't want Joe Biden to have to debate Donald J. Trump, do they? I don't think I need to see someone who has been twice impeached and is a disgrace and a one-term president with 91 counts facing him. I think it legitimizes him. I don't need to be gaslit by Trump. We all know who he is. We all know what he stands for. We also know that Biden debated him twice and just like sort of mopped the floor with him. If you look at any of the studies, yeah. every American, most Americans that watched it thought that Biden won, not only on policy, but on demeanor, especially. Does this person have the temperament to be the president? We know who Donald Trump is. I don't think you give him that type of platform. But I also, if, if Biden flubs, yeah. they'll go, be all over him. If Trump flubs, he doesn't well, show up, they'll be all over him. But here's the thing. A lot has happened since 2020. January 6th had it happened. Donald Trump needs to have to stand next to Joe Biden. Joe Biden needs to call him out on the unfitness because the reality is we but all at this table. He's going to say he has nothing at this table, we all know who Donald Trump is. Nearly 80 million people voted for him. They need to see the juxtaposition of the two. Yeah, let's just they, 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 listen, they know who he is. Uh, see, uh, Whoopi and uh, what's-her-face, uh, Bayhart, they do not want Joe Biden to be on the stage next to Donald Trump. That's what it comes down to. I mean, it's just like that, that Charlemagne, the black radio host Charlemagne, the clip that we played for you on Monday's show. He was. He made the point. He's like, yeah, these guys are almost the same age, but you can tell the difference. He says Donald Trump just has a more youthful uh, outlook, a more youthful appearance to him. And so, uh, yeah. Anyway, it's just, uh, it's just, uh, you know, it's just so blatantly obvious that they want this guy to hide in the basement uh, once again. They just want this this guy to hide in the basement. Uh, let's see. Um, and we had, uh, oh, Jim and Billings sent us a message yesterday that came in uh, towards the uh, uh, towards the end of the program yesterday. He says, I would like to make a comparison. This came in on the Montana Talks app. Ronald Reagan and Donald Trump remind me of a talented man who is mechanically inclined and loves to work on cars. He takes an old car and totally restores it from the ground up. It's cherry. Let's say it's a convertible. He freely drives his car down the road on a beautiful day. His face is beaming. He has every reason to be proud. Joe Biden is like a chauffeur for some rich dude. He might be in control of the car, but the car is not his. He is told where to go and gets paid to do it. Uh, that was from Jim and Billings. That was a pretty interesting analogy there. Uh, Lori in Billings messaged us, are truckers boycotting other areas besides New York City when you look at these attacks on Trump? In New York City, uh, yeah, we told you about how you know this trucker Chicago, uh, Chicago Ray guy, a trucker on on Twitter who is calling for a boycott in New York City. I haven't heard of truckers uh, trying to boycott other areas, but uh, unfortunately, uh, as I was kind of suspecting, um, Chicago Ray is now walking back the uh, New York City boycott, uh, but is still saying to leave Trump alone. 
Uh, so anyway, that's that's another headline at foxnews.com for you here this morning. All right, 406-294-0970 is the number for you. Uh, back right after this, we've got the phone lines open. Plus, you can message us on our Montana Talks uh, app. Bill Malusian with the latest from the southern border as well. Good morning, everybody. It's time for your Daybreak Egg Report. I'm Russell Nimitz, and thanks for being with us here on the Western Egg Network. Well, according to AgriPulse, the Dietary Guidelines Advisory Committee's examination of which foods make up a healthy diet has the potato industry worried that the legendary spud will lose its status as a vegetable and thus a favored position in federal nutrition programs. Now, the issue involves the role of potatoes in Americans' diets, more specifically, the amounts consumed and the way they are prepared. The National Potato Council has been sounding the alarm over the committee's work, warning that potatoes may be reclassified as a grain. National Potato Council President and Chief Executive Officer Cam Quarrell says that potatoes provide a great source of essential nutrients, including vitamin C, vitamin B6, dietary fiber, and magnesium, as well as iron, just to mention a few. He also says potatoes are a springboard vegetable and that research continues to show that serving potatoes can encourage individuals to eat other vegetables when paired together. Bottom line, he says that potatoes are still foundational to many cultural eating patterns in America and can help Americans meet their nutritional recommendations. Stay with us. We'll have more ag news right after this. Join Elbar W Cattle Company on Friday, March 8th at 1 p.m. for their 2024 offering of yearling and age-advantaged bulls at their sale barn located in Absorkey, Montana. Elbar W Horned Hereford bulls are raised and developed for longevity, fertility, and predictability. A great offering of full brothers and several half-brothers will sell. Check out LBARW.com for featured plots or to request a catalog. We look forward to seeing you Friday, March 8th, 1 p.m. in Absorkey, Montana. Sale season's here again, and there are a lot of black-headed Angus bulls on the market. But not all of them are registered. Why take the risk? Don't gamble on unproven genetics. Invest wisely with registered, powered by Angus bulls. Backed by the power of the American Angus Association and 80 million data points, registered Angus bulls give you the confidence in your buying decisions. Don't buy an imposter. Look for the registration number. Buy the power. Buy registered Angus bulls. Well, a recent report out by Rabobank shows that U.S. cattle producers and beef processors face mounting challenges in managing production and price risks. As the industry grapples with these difficulties, there's a growing call to bolster resilience across the entire supply chain, mirroring the dedication previously shown in boosting demand over the past three decades. Lance Zimmerman, senior animal protein analyst at Rabobank, says that high consumer demand and low supplies have created higher market prices, exposing the market to greater financial risk. And he says that the high cost of inputs and cattle prices have muffled signals that lead to herd rebuilding. And finally this morning, last week, Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack told members of the House Agriculture Committee that the Farm Bill 
is more than just a farm bill. It's a research bill. Uh, it's a trade bill. It is a broad opportunity to say to rural America and American agriculture that we care, uh, that we're investing in their future and we're providing stability. And he said failure to have a farm bill creates uncertainty and that uncertainty makes it very difficult for producers to make decisions about their operations. For the Western Egg Network, I'm Russell Nimitz. Serving the great state of Montana, from the peaks of the Beartooths to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, let me see. Where should we start? Should we start, start with Bill Malusian and uh, his latest report of, of all these illegal aliens crossing the southern border in Southern California and all of the various countries they're coming from? Or should we start with China? China and why over 20,000 Chinese nationals are streaming into this country right now. Let's start. Let's start with China. Let's start with China. All right. Josh Hawley, Missouri Senator Josh Hawley was on Fox News last night with Kaylee McEnany. I think she was filling in for Hannity, if I'm not mistaken, last night. Uh, former White House press secretary under uh, President Trump. But anyway, uh, they they started uh, they started there is focusing specifically on all of the Chinese nationals and in particular the military aged males coming from China. In fact, there has been a shocking rise in the number of illegal crossings from China. In fact, sources tell Bill Malusian that over 20,000 20, Chinese illegals have crossed the border so far this fiscal year, which began on October 1st. Compare that to 2021, the entire fiscal year, when just 450 crossed. That makes for a 4,000% increase in Chinese illegals. Here with reaction is Missouri Republican Senator Josh Hawley. Senator Hawley, welcome. And what is going on? A 4,000% increase in Chinese nationals. Well, you know, it used to be 30 years ago, or really just for the last 30 years in total, that uh, Wall Street and the liberals and the multinational corporations would send our jobs overseas to China. Now, they're actually letting the Chinese nationals come here to the United States and take the jobs right out from under our noses. I mean, you talk about 20,000 Chinese nationals just since October coming into this country, taking jobs, driving down wages. Of course, China's already buying farmland, U.S. farmland at a record pace, Kaylee. I mean, it's, this is unbelievable. And clearly it shows that the border is completely open. Joe Biden wants it open. And for American workers, that is a disaster. So four and a half months, four and a half months, 20,000 Chinese nationals. I mean, you talk about China buying up U.S. farmland. That's happening. <clears throat> TikTok infiltrating the minds of our young people. That's what China's doing there. And then not to mention the illegal police stations they have across the world, including here in the United States. Are these Chinese nationals coming? And I, I get that this is conjecture because the border, the border is porous or could it be something more sinister? Well, listen, I mean, we know that, that China has had a plan to try and infiltrate U.S. campuses. I mean, they've set up these Confucius centers all over campuses across the country that were just basically glorified spy stations. Uh, we know their intentions toward us, Kaylee, are, are totally ill-founded. I mean, they are not our friends. They are our opponents. They are competitors. They are our enemies. And as to TikTok, I mean, as if it isn't bad enough, 
that the Chinese government's using TikTok to spy on every American who has it on their phone. Now they're using TikTok to bring thousands of Chinese nationals across the border. All right. Yeah, it's pretty obvious what their intentions are, right? Back in 60 seconds. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. The mother of Russian anti-corruption activist Alexei Navalny with a direct appeal for President Vladimir Putin. Let me finally see my son. I demand that Alexei's body be immediately handed over so that I can bury him humanely. Ludmila Navalnaya translated there outside the Arctic Circle penal colony where her son died five days ago. His widow accuses Russian authorities of holding the body until traces of poison are gone. President Biden and the Democratic National Committee report $42 million in fundraising in January with $130 million cash on hand. He'll be in California for three days. It's the second time this month President Biden will try to rake in some campaign cash in the Golden State. The president is heading to San Francisco, and while California remains a reliably blue state, there are a number of House races key for Democrats taking back the chamber this November. Fox's Ryan Schmelz in Washington. America's listening to Fox News. Yeah, one of the things that you heard Josh Hawley mention there in that interview with Kaylee McEnany is that, well, this is just a sign of Joe Biden's uh, wide open southern border. It's also, again, I want always got to remind people here in Montana, it's a sign of John Tester's wide open southern border. Uh, and, and all the very left-wing activist groups that are pushing all this radical left-wing nonsense, they're pushing this open borders nonsense. It's, it's the same Hans-Jörg Hans funded groups that former tester staffers are now a major part of. Uh, it, it, look, the reason why John Tester put this radical eco-terrorist uh, activist Tracy Stone Manning in charge of the BLM. Oh, oh, speaking of former tester staffers, she worked for Senator Tester back in the day, too. And that's who he, who, who he got in charge of the BLM, of the Bureau of Land Management, was this... Uh, this woman who was a part of this eco-terrorism case, who lied about her role in the eco-terrorism case, the tree spiking case from back in the 1990s. And, and now we see another one of his former staffers is uh, has a, a major role in this Hans-Jörg Wies-backed uh, organization. For those of you who missed it earlier, there's a, a new story out, foxnews.com. Swiss billionaire Hans-Jörg Wies recently poured over $60 million into propping up left-wing groups and causes. Uh, all right, let me let me get to the Bill Malusian report here as well. It's not just China, of course, where these uh, illegal aliens are flooding in from. We are now in year number four of this border crisis. And as the state of Texas locks down its own border here in the state of California, we are seeing a huge surge of illegal crossings down here at the California border. And just a few hours ago, we witnessed how far these migrants are willing to go and what they're willing to risk to get here. A stunning sight in Hakumba, California, Monday afternoon, as a long line of migrants from all around the world scales a steep, rocky mountain and crosses illegally into the United States. This remote area, an hour east of San Diego, now a cartel smuggling hotspot for global clients. Where are you guys from? Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan? Yeah, yeah. Kazakhstan? Kyrgyzstan. Kyrgyzstan. Last night, groups of the migrants camped out along Interstate 8 after crossing illegally, setting fires to stay warm. There were no Border Patrol agents in sight. Where are you guys from? Turkey. 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 Yeah. Yes. China. 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 What city in the U.S. do you want to go to? Los Angeles. Los Angeles. L.A.? Los Angeles. Okay. Over the weekend, hundreds of Chinese nationals crossed illegally into Hukumba. 
and the number of Chinese arriving is exploding. CBP sources tell Fox in the four and a half months since October 1st, more than 20,000 Chinese nationals have been encountered at the southern border. That's up more than 4,000 percent over all of fiscal year 2021. All right. Yeah, great report there by Bill Malusian. Full video at foxnews.com. Listen, I'm, I'm telling you, I, every time you talk with your friends and neighbors, because they all agree how insane this is. How are they allowing this to happen? You've got to remind them, stop blaming it all on Biden. You've got to tell them John Tester is responsible for this. John Tester supports what is happening to our country right now. That's where we can make. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana. Montana is talking here. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Oh, man, there is a great Babylon Bee headline. Earlier in the hour, you know, we were talking about these, the co-hosts of The View and how they're so afraid to have Joe Biden stand on the debate stage with Donald J. Trump. That's what it really comes down to. Anyway, Babylon Bee headline that came out yesterday. Democrats concerned Biden may be too old to finish destroying country. <laughs> Democrats concerned Biden may be too old to finish destroying country. Uh, great Babylon B headline. If you've got, if you guys have uh, a favorite Babylon B headline, some of your all-time favorite Babylon B headlines, send them my way. So you can message us on the Montana Talks app. You can uh, drop me a note via Twitter, x.com slash Aaron Flint. Because, man, very excited. Tonight, Seth Dillon, the CEO of the Babylon Bee, is going to be in the house at the Billings Christian Schools Banquet. Uh, And I am so fortunate, so so lucky to be able to be the MC for that event tonight. So excited to get a chance to meet Seth Dillon in person and then just hear his remarks at the event tonight as well. Uh, in fact, I should pull up. I should pull up my old conversation with Seth Dillon. Uh, it's not that old, actually. It was just back in I think like December when we caught up with Seth Dillon. After shortly after it was announced that he was going to be the the uh, keynote speaker for the Billings Christian School fundraising banquet. And uh, by the way, like man, that thing apparently like after we had Seth Dillon on the radio and after BCS sent out the alert that Seth Dillon was going to be their keynote speaker, the the banquet tickets sold like in an, in in an instant. Uh, the tables got booked up, bought up. The tickets got booked up, bought up. Uh, you name it. So uh, uh, anyway, very lucky to get a chance to be in that room tonight and get a chance to meet Seth Dillon. Uh, but what a great uh, Babylon B headline there this morning. Uh, before before I play some of that audio of uh, of our chat with Seth Dillon, right on John and Bozeman uh, made a good point here. Kaylee forgot to add uh, the spy balloon invaded our skies. That's right, uh, right on, John. We got to remind we got to remind people that not only is Joe Biden allowing this country and our sovereignty to be violated by this invasion on the ground, we, we got to remember that he allowed our sovereignty uh, to be invaded uh, in the sky as well with that Chinese spy balloon that flew all across the country. In fact, I think that was one of the favorite Babylon B headlines that somebody sent me yesterday. Uh, something about. You know, uh, Joe Biden, uh, something about Joe Biden planning to stop the China spy balloon uh, as soon as it's done spying. Uh, he, he will stop the spy balloon as soon as it is done spying. 
Uh, all right. Anyway, yeah, very, very excited to have Seth Dillon in the house, uh, the CEO of Babylon Bee at the Billings Christian Schools fundraising banquet tonight. Here's part of our conversation back in December after it was announced that he'd be the speaker. You know, we, what we do is satire. You know, we do news satire. So we, we're, we're trying to make fun of everything that's going on in the world that deserves mockery. And I, I think that's, that's one of the things I love about it the most. It's, it's not just that it makes you laugh, and it does. Um, we have some very talented writers on our staff who, who keep people laughing and bring levity to these issues. But, but one of the things I love about it the most is that it's willing to mock the things that deserve it, that we don't take them as seriously as everybody wants you to. You know, you mentioned the, the crazy headlines that we're seeing. I was just commenting on one. Um, yesterday there was like a, a, there was a middle school kid who was, who failed a quiz because he refused to say that only, uh, not because he said that men can't get pregnant and they wanted him to be, uh, they wanted the answer to be that both men and women can get pregnant. Um, and he failed a quiz because of that. And it's just, that's the kind of thing, you know, my, my comment on it was, you know, 20 years ago, if you told somebody that the kids would be failing quizzes for saying men can't get pregnant, uh, no one would have believed you. No one on the left or right would have believed you. It, it would have been, it was completely insane, but, but the world is upside down right now, and so it deserves mockery. That's, that's one of the things I love the most about the D is the mockery. Well, that's exactly right. In fact, you guys got booted off of Twitter in the pre-Elon Musk era of Twitter for kind of a similar note. It was hilarious uh, when when there were publications that were that were declaring Rachel Levine as the woman of the year, even though Rachel Levine is a yeah. man who identifies as a woman and now holds a prominent post in the Biden administration, you, uh, the Babylon Bee declared Rachel Levine as the man of the year, and they kicked you off of Twitter, a comedy website that kicked off of Twitter for telling a joke. Yeah, and we were doing our job there. I mean, the real headline was actually comical on its own. It seemed like something out of a South Park episode. You know, you get this male person in a dress being named woman of the year. I mean, how insulting is that to real women everywhere? So, you know, we, we actually had a hard time trying to come up with what we would do as our uh, as a satirical angle on that because it's again it's hard to kind of parody that which is already a parody of itself so um we uh we just decided to go ahead and stick, speak the truth with with a joke and say rachel levine is our pick for man of the year and yeah that that ran afoul of the misgendering hateful conduct policy that that twitter had in place and so you know elon musk was very concerned about that it was a, a lot of people try to say that the b was the reason he bought twitter and and, and uh and, and tried to restore free speech but I, it, it certainly wasn't the only reason, but it was one of it was a symptom of a, of a deeper problem that he saw, which is that people can't even make jokes about the things that deserve to be made fun of anymore, and that's a big problem. In order to have, in order to get to the truth, you have to be able to debate it, um, and in order to push back on bad ideas, you have to be able to make fun of them. And Elon Musk recognizes that, thankfully, and was willing to spend forty four billion dollars to set up and everyone else free. Well, you mentioned some of your more recent favorite headlines from the Babylon Bee. I, if, if I was more prepared today, I, I would have put together a whole list of some of my favorite Babylon Bee headlines. I've got the Babylon Bee book at my house. I should have brought it in today. But, uh, but, but one Montana-specific one going back to May of this year, Montana lawmaker nails audition for Bud Light spokesperson. Uh, this is the uh, the transgender lawmaker from Missoula that led the transurrection. It cheered on the transurrection where these transgender activists were tussling with law enforcement and throwing things and staging this uh, what's supposed to be called a, an insurrection on the floor of the Montana House. Yeah, you probably need to see the image for that one to be funnier. Uh, the, the, image, the image often pairs with the headline for the joke. Well, exactly. You were talking about uh, men in dresses. Uh, one of the headlines that's out today, 
following the Hunter Biden, uh, you know, press conference on Capitol. Well, it wasn't a press conference. It was just more of a press stunt. So Hunter Biden shows up, refuses to, to comply with the subpoena. But anyway, the Babylon Bee headline is this. McConnell dresses his prostitute to lure Hunter into closed-door hearing. <laughs> that one you can just, uh, you can envision it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's got this Wild West uh, kind of, kind of. he looks like he could be uh, one of the Dirty Shame Show dancers out of Scobie, Montana with the uh, Western outfit he's wearing, let's just say. Oh, man, it's, it's amazing how protective of, uh, of Hunter the media has been. And that was, you know, that was, again, you, you go back to why, why Twitter needed to be set free. And the media wasn't even reporting on it, was refusing to report on uh, his laptop story. Uh, the New York Post was the only one willing to do it, and they ended up getting suspended for it. So it wasn't just comedy that was being blocked. It was, it was actually factual reporting that, you know, that the narrative guardian didn't want to get to slip through and get to the public. So it's been a crazy time the last few years. You know, doing, doing comedy in a time when speech is being this, uh, this suppressed. Yeah, so uh, Seth Dillon, CEO of the Babylon Bee, he's going to be uh, at the Billings Christian School fundraising banquet coming up tonight. Uh, it's going to be an incredible time. Uh, looking forward to being there. Uh, hopefully some of you are going to be in the house for that as well. Uh, I, I was hoping we could get him on the radio today, but I think he's going to be flying into Montana. And then, of course, I think he's got to take off uh, uh, early again tomorrow. But uh, uh, let me see here. Uh, let's see. Oh, one of the things, uh, this was one of the things that... Uh, that Lindsay French, uh, Lindsay French is uh, one of the, the great folks that's uh, helping to organize this whole banquet tonight. But she made a great point about how oftentimes many of their satirical fake news headlines end up coming true and becoming real world headlines. Uh, here's what Seth Dillon had to say about that. We're close to 100. I'm not exactly sure what the number is right now. It's probably like 95 and 96. We have, we track them in a spreadsheet and we call them fulfilled prophecies. But um, it's funny on the one hand and kind of disconcerting on the other that so many of our jokes are coming through. I mean, it's, it's a sad commentary on society that satire only stays satire for a brief period of time. But, but this, this happens, you know, like Simpsons jokes often comes, come true. Uh, South Park jokes often come true. Uh, the Onion headlines have often come true. Whenever, if you have a, if a, good, a good piece of satire is tied to the truth closely enough, but there's a chance it could come true if things just get a little bit more ridiculous than they currently are. All right. Anyway, uh, yeah, that was a great conversation. If you go back on our Montana Talks podcast, you can see that uh, that full thing. Hey, uh, you know, some some of these things are so funny, they're painful. But uh, some of you got pain that you don't want to laugh about. You can't laugh about the pain you're dealing with because you got pain in your knees, pain in your hips, pain in your lower back, achy joints, you name it. And uh, you don't want to get surgery. Uh, sometimes you have to, but but you don't want to if you don't have to. And so you're looking for more of a natural way to heal that pain. You know, you don't want to get hooked on painkillers because those have side effects and, and, you know, all sorts of other challenges. Well, there is a natural way. It's known as regenerative uh, a pain relief. And that's what QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in. And QC Kinetics is now on the ground here in Montana. And you can get a free consultation. What they do, they take the healing properties that are already in your body, put them directly into those achy joints. Call QC Kinetics this morning. Call them this morning. 406-201-6263. QC Kinetics, 406-201-6263. The truth and nothing but. This is the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. The report states that while he was vice president, he kept notebooks in the White House safe for a time. In contrast with his decision after leaving office, keeping them at home in unlocked 
you know, cabinet straws. And Biden also knew that his staff decided to store note cards containing his classified notes in a secured compartmented information facility. That's the report. And if he can't remember that when he was vice president, if he can't remember when the year that he left office as vice president, and if he can't remember the year he became vice president, how in God's name does this man become president of the United States? How How do you justify voting for him? What is the justification at this point? Keeping you on the straight path. Later today, it's the Sean Hannity Show. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-575-9862. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at TRA.com or call 800-575-9862. That's 800-575-9862. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. Brought to you from the Montana Hot Springs Spas and Saunas Live Well, Feel Better Studio. Montana is talking here. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, it's already Tuesday. We got John Jackson, the Joker from Twitter, joining us coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. And I don't think, Travis, we don't have anything scheduled for the 9 o'clock hour today, do we? Uh, hey, if not, let's uh, let's keep John Jackson around for the 9 o'clock hour, if he can, if he can stick around, uh, of course. Let's make it two hours instead of one. It's always fun. Plus, it, go- it goes by so quickly anyway. Uh, he's always got a lot to talk about. I've always got a lot to talk about. And then half the time, we never get to it because we start taking phone calls and messages on the app. And then uh, I, I feel like I've got ADD or something. Um, but... Uh, yeah, and but on Thursday, uh, on Thursday when David Noble is in the house with 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 us, I uh, and I don't know if David, if you're listening right now, I want to talk about national debt. I want to talk about our national debt, deficit spending, and more. I've kind of got a separate little stack of stuff going over here. Top Wall Street economist delivers grim prediction on future recession. That's a Daily Caller piece. The Heritage Foundation five charts show why Congress must stop deficit spending. Uh, And then, uh, let's see, I got a great uh, message from Marco, uh, from Marco in uh, Malta, you know, talking about how interest costs will leapfrog defense and Medicare this year. And, uh, oh, and then this is just kind of an interesting one. Uh, Trump's tax cuts for the rich. Uh, Actually, the wealthy paid more taxes, not less. I don't know if you guys saw that headline or not. But part of the reason why uh, I want to, you know, I'm I'm building up that stack of stuff for when David Noble joins us later in the week is he's actually going to. So I'm emceeing the uh, 
the uh, Babylon B uh, Billings Christian School uh, banquet later tonight. David will be there as well. Looking forward to seeing him there. Uh, and uh, and then he's going to be emceeing. I think it's coming up in March. Uh, State Senator Tom McGilvery has an incredible lineup of folks that are going to be doing a big presentation talking about our national debt. And I see David Noble is going to be the MC for that event. So it looks like an incredible uh, uh, lineup uh, for that. But I was saying, man, you guys got to you guys got to uh, touch base and meet our, our friend Marco Manukian up on the high line because uh, he is all over this national debt discussion. All right, let's uh, let's share some good news with you here at the end of this six o'clock hour of the program. Phone lines are open for you coming up in the seven o'clock hour of the program. Attorney General Knudsen issues statement on J.P. Morgan announcement to withdraw from Climate Action 100 plus. Let me put it in perspective first, though. Uh, the Unleashed Prosperity Hotline had a story yesterday. I meant to get to this yesterday. Uh, here's the headline from Reuters, in case you haven't seen it. J.P. Morgan, State Street, quit climate group. BlackRock steps back. Anyway, uh, Stephen Moore says the climate change coalition is cracking up. This is a gigantic blow to the radical global green agenda as it removes at least $14 trillion managed by these firms from the UN's anti-fossil fuels control. Uh, man, maybe, maybe I'll talk more about this coming up here in the, uh, in the 7 o'clock hour because this is, this is a good news story that we want to share with you here. But anyway, here's a reaction. Uh, J.P. Morgan announcing they will withdraw from Climate Action 100 Plus, an investor group pushing environmental, social, and governance investments. Last year, Montana Attorney General Austin Knudsen sent a letter to 53 asset managers raising concerns that the asset managers may be pushing the political goals of Climate Action 100 Plus rather than acting in the best fiduciary interests of their clients, which is their legal obligation. So anyway, now that J.P. Morgan is withdrawing from the Climate Action 100 Plus, why is it 100 Plus? Anyway, A.G. Knudsen saying this, this is great news. Now J.P. Morgan can focus on making a profit for their shareholders, which is their job, rather than concerning themselves pushing the woke liberal agenda. We need every asset management firm to follow suit. So anyway, great job once again by Attorney General Austin Knudsen. What did he say at the SHOT Show? Something about the, uh, the cockroaches scurrying when the sunlight shines on them? This is the Montana Economic Minute. What a difference a month can make, with the inflation data, that is. Many of us started off the year with a rosy perspective on inflation. It was going down and going down fast. Not prices, of course, but the growth in prices, which is what inflation is, had fallen from 6.5% at the beginning of last year to just over 3% in December. Mission accomplished, right? The army of financial media and stock market gurus seem to think so. The discussion immediately turned to how many times and how soon the Federal Reserve would start cutting interest rates. Not that anyone from the bank itself was saying this, but the noise was loud and some were even coming out of the woodwork to say that inflation was all caused by the COVID supply chain bottlenecks and was transitory after all. All that talk crashed on the rocks of reports on economic growth and inflation in January. Not only did the decline in inflation stop, but it ticked upwards. And the pace of the economy, especially hiring by businesses, showed signs of acceleration, not slowing. I'm Patrick Barkey. Brought to you by the University of Montana Bureau of Business and Economic Research.